0: drive time. Welcome back. Today we have a, a great opportunity to hear from a friend of mine. Um, you know, kind of like Pastor Corey says, I, I like sharing my friends with you guys uh, so that you can learn uh, through them the same way I have. And today we have uh, Dan Brown. Dan uh, and I have been friends for about six or seven years, and I've had the, the absolute pleasure of, of getting to know him and his wife, Lizzie as they've grown from um, slightly awkward teenagers to uh, young adults who are, are just, they've got this life thing figured out. They got it nailed down, absolutely no issues. Um, it's actually uh, inspiring and amazing to watch. Um, and if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. But anyways, uh, they, they are a great couple. And, and Dan has, uh, um, in a recent conversation with Dan, just inspired me to, to really... Uh, look at people through a new set of eyes um, and a fresh perspective. And that came from a conversation where we were, we were talking about uh, doing one of these videos and Dan brought up the topic that he wanted to, to, to really touch on this topic of uh, accepting others for who they are, uh, really loving them for who they are. And it, that topic, as we discussed it, kind of I don't want to say went a different direction, but we went down uh, a, a path that I hadn't expected. So, so Dan, first, welcome to Drive Time. Uh, Thank you. And thanks for being here. But uh, let's let's go back to that conversation because I think the guys could get a lot out of this.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, basically, we started talking about the uh, accepting others thing. Um, and then it came down to a place where it was just like, uh, how is this personal to me? Um, I was, how did I get to a place where I could accept others? Um, and something that was personal for me was, uh, I had no dad growing up. My mom was a single mom. I've never met my dad. Uh, long story short, they split when she was, before she had me. Um, so that was just never a role model in my life. Um, the other male role models in my life, uh, one of them had an affair. Uh, the other one was just kind of like running around doing his own thing uh drugs, drinking, party scene. It just wasn't really me. Uh even from a young age, I just it wasn't really my scene. So for me, I didn't really have a, a good male role model. Um and it was hard for me to trust guys. It was hard for me to trust men. It was hard, you know what I mean? Like it, it was it was difficult for me to see good in that. Um and uh when I started I started going to church when I was 16 years old. Uh and uh, my, my friend, Riker kind of drove me to church. And uh, I was, like, as I was just trying to like get away from home drama, you know, teenager. I was like, I don't want to be home on the weekend. So I go hang out with my friend on the weekend and they take me to church. Um, and that was where I started to actually meet, meet men that were good, God-honoring men that I could look up to and learn from. And uh, I started to meet people like Dave and Mike Ash and uh, Gabe Beatenbaugh, which were pastors at uh, the church I was at for a while and uh it it started to become a little bit more personal and understanding that like not all men are bad uh but it took a lot of time trust uh putting stuff down on my end you know uh to to start to get to a place where it was like okay cool like yeah my life looks different and your life looks different but like how do i trust everybody how do i trust dudes in this process um I think that was kind of the direction we went down. Um, and we were kind of talking about, so.
0: So, and as we went down that, that, that road, um, we kind of crossed that path of, you know, that was, that was your story. Those were your obstacles you had to get over. And you just said, you know, you had to put some stuff down. You, you had to, you know, kind of accept some of that was, was your issue and not the other guys. Um, and, and through time and prayer, I know you processed through a lot of that, um, but how did, did that help you um, appreciate that the other guys around you also had a story of their own, had baggage of their own, things they were dealing with?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, it started to make me realize that, like, you know, we're not alone <laughs> Uh I think that something that I was even just kind of like, I constantly have to remind myself of is that God's love is unconditional. Um, Because I feel like there's so many different conditions nowadays on how we respond to people and how we deal with people, um, whether it was political or uh, racial injustices or uh, religion, you know, like there's, there's a difficulty in, accepting others and seeing others' stories and understanding where they come from. And I think there's something so beautiful about every single person. And I think that if we want to be better and we want to grow, we want to be closer to being that, that love that Jesus and God and the Holy spirit showed, which is that unconditional love, then we can't put conditions on it. We can't put religion on it. We can't put uh, politics on it. We can't put our personal beliefs about certain things on it. Um, we have to sit down and have those conversations uh, to learn about other people's stories, uh, hear other people's thoughts, and understand where they're also coming from. Uh, not everybody was uh, raised here, has the same story as you, raised in the same house as you, with the same beliefs as you, and um, went through the same things as you. I mean, I know... My wife, she has uh, loving parents, mother and father. Like everybody was there, big family. I was a small family. Almost complete opposite situation as what she was going through. And I think that it's it's beautiful because everybody's so different in every single way. And um, I think there's a, there's a way to connect with every single person on a specific level. And you have to just kind of find that stuff, have those conversations and talk to those people.
0: All right. So conceptually, you know, in the, in the big picture, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, love people where they're at and, and, uh, you know, try to understand their perspective, um, and understand that they, they have their own baggage that they're bringing to the encounter. Um, how do you do that? How, what are some ways where, um, you know, whether it's internal that you're, you know, reminding yourself or ways that you, you help, draw people into the conversation and draw that information out? Like, how do you, how do you go about getting to those points where you can have those conversations where it doesn't matter where you're coming from. You can just start to relate to each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think conversation is the the key to starting all of that stuff. Like sitting down having a conversation, uh, even though you know that person may not agree with you or gone through the same things or believe with what you believe uh, then conversations are super important. Uh, I think even beyond that level-headed conversations are are super important. Uh, and having an open heart and knowing that it's okay to challenge your own beliefs. Uh, it's okay to listen to somebody else challenge your beliefs. Um, I think that when you can get to a place where your heart is open enough to where it's like, you have your beliefs, you have your belief system, you have your moral values, you have all those things, but you can open yourself up and have conversations with others, uh, even if they believe the complete opposite of you, but you can, you can still see them for who they are, the person that they are, uh, love them the same way and allow them to, again, have that conversation with you, you know what I mean? Like as much as it's you having conversations with them, it's them having a conversation with you um, and just recognizing that, you know, like uh, again, politics seems like the the normal thing to be talking about right now. But, and like, I've had tons of conversations with people that don't believe the same thing as me uh, challenge those, those beliefs. And those people are Christians just as much as I am. But where they came from, how they were raised, the environment they were raised in, the people they were surrounded by, their friends, their family, the, the circumstances in which they had to deal with growing up, all got them to this place. They're just as much human. They're just as much walking with Christ. They're, like, they're still all of those things. Um, so I think it comes down to having a conversation level-headed, open, honest, uh, and a trusting conversation, knowing that like, even if you're going to leave that conversation disagreeing with each other, you still love each other. That's kind of where my heart is on that side of stuff.
0: So um, I'm glad you kind of landed there because that's, that's actually kind of the question I wanted to ask you is, you said even if you leave the conversation disagreeing with them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because to challenge, if you and I have differing points of view, I can allow you to challenge my beliefs and I can even lovingly challenge your beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can both leave not feeling beat up, not feeling, uh, you know, beat down by the other person. Uh, And so do you feel like just because you allow someone to challenge your beliefs that you, you open your mind enough to say like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to your point of view. Whether you, in the end, you go, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Or you said, yeah, I see your point, but I still disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like just by saying open up your mind instantly means you have to change your beliefs to agree with that person?
1: Uh, no, uh, I think that I think that you're still allowed to be your own person. I think that you're still allowed to have your own belief system. I think you're still allowed to do the things that you feel like are What you feel like is right you're still allowed to have your own morals your own values you're like you're still you uh but i think that uh there's a trust built when you can have those conversations i think that there's uh something special that happens when you have those conversations that people feel more loved especially if it's like a christian with a non-christian you know what i mean and then you can have those those conversations and still leave like, Hey, I still love you, dude. All right. You know what I mean? Like I'll still end with this with a hug. Like we still, yeah, we disagree. Yeah. We don't believe the same things, but man, like I still love you as who you are. I think that that alone can help lead people to Christ. I think that alone gets people to come to church because it's not like, Hey, I'm judging you. Hey, just because I don't agree with you. I don't love you. It's those things, those moral values are still there. You're still you. They're still them. But like, my goodness! If it just like it's just an overflow of a conversation, just loving people, uh, open hearts, open minds. I think it's it's important. Yeah.
0: So mind blowing! We can have conversations who who don't with people who don't think like us, mm-hmm. and uh, have open dialogue uh, without attacking one another, and we can even leave as friends in disagreement. That's world-changing yeah. right there. Yeah, it is. So, all right. Uh, because this is drive time, mm-hmm. uh, what we like to do every week is we like to, to land the plane on something tangible. Like to mm-hmm. leave the the concepts aside and just something we can do this week. Some mm-hmm. way that we put this into practice so that we can, can grow, that we can improve as a man, as a man of God, as a husband, as a father, as a brother. Whatever the case may be. That we can uh and do something specific so uh what what would you say this week is that specific thing that uh not just the guys watching but that even i can do this week uh to to put this into practice
1: yeah i think that uh i think something simple uh is something what we basically just talked about is creating open dialogue uh Find that cousin, that uncle, that brother, that sister, that the mom, the dad, uh, the person that you maybe just don't see eye to eye with. And again, that's fine. Uh, but open up those conversations, open up. And and I think even if you don't see eye to eye, maybe it's the conversation of starting off of like, Hey, like, I know we don't see eye to eye on these things. And I know that there's maybe not as much trust here as there used to be, uh, but open up that dialogue, open up those conversations, uh, start to build trust again. Uh, because I think that uh, trust is the foundation. I think it's super important. Um, so find that person, that loved one that, uh, and again, somebody that you're, you love. And at the end of the day, no matter what, you're still not going to look at them any different. Um, but they just may not agree with you on that topic and start those conversations uh, whether it's about religion politics uh, again those are the two major things that are kind of happening right now in the world but uh something you just don't don't agree on and have those conversations open dialogue open heart uh keep this type of tone uh you know like no no yelling no like making jokes or poking at the the bear you know but have the have the conversations keep it open and at the end of it if you just don't see it. Agree to disagree. At the end of the day, love the person standing across from you.
0: That's good, Dan. I just want to say thanks for uh, spending some time with us uh, this morning, and and really just hopefully giving us a new perspective and a new way in in such divided times to to talk to people, to carry on conversations, and and hopefully just to to create some connection that that maybe has been lost uh, over the past few months. Um, So Dan, thank you gentlemen. I will see you again next week here on drive time.